You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. To help us spread the gospel of Jesus, give us a five-star rating. That'll help others find this podcast. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. The title of the message is Just Thank God. I was thinking about this when I was sitting there. Uh, Several years ago, my hearing had gotten so bad that I couldn't hear my kids and I couldn't understand what they were saying. So I went and uh, I, I got hearing aids. Now I kind of wonder why I did that. Um, but the lady said to me, she said, you probably should have had these hearing aids over 10 years ago. She said, you gradually lost that hearing over 10 years. She said, if you would have woke up one morning and lost all of that overnight, you would have realized how much you'd lost and you'd have ran to get it checked. So I think about if you and I was to lose everything that we have today, let's just say maybe from a storm, you know, we think, well, California, different places, they're the ones that have all the, or Florida or North Carolina have all the major storms. But if you remember, I believe it was in the 50s here in our area. Was it in the 50s that many? Yes, 41. And many people lost everything they had. So today, I think we take for granted what we do have. And normally I would probably preach a message like this next Sunday before Thanksgiving, but God laid it on my heart here today. So we just need to just thank God. That song, it it gets to me because it's so true. All my life, God has been faithful. All my life. Stand for the reading of the word if you're able. 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 50. Therefore, I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen, And I will sing praises unto thy name. Pastor Caton, would you bless the reading of the word of God this morning? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we are so thankful. We are thankful for the cross, Lord God. We're thankful for our salvation, Lord God. We're thankful for a redeemer, Lord God. We're thankful for the blood of the lamb, Lord God. We're thankful for his body, which provides healing, Lord God. We're thankful for the stripes, Lord God. Father, we're thankful for where you brought us from, Lord God. We're thankful for where you're taking us to, Lord God. This earth is not our home, Lord God. And we're thankful, Lord God, for heaven. And one day, Lord God, you're opening up the skies. Whether I'm alive or dead, I'm going home, Lord God, and I'm thankful. Lord, I pray your anointing on our pastor, Lord God. Mm -hmm. I pray if there's any fresh manna that you want to drop in him, drop it now, Lord God, Mm -hmm. and let him breathe, Lord God, your word over us, Lord God, that we would have ears to hear and a heart to learn, Lord God. Father, help us to grow and mature in your word. We ask your blessing in the name of Jesus and amen. Before you're seated, are you truly thankful for God? Has God been faithful to you, to your family, Has God been good to you? If that's the case, put your hands together before you're seated and give God a hand clap of praise. You may be seated this morning. God has been good to me all of my life. And I thank him continually that he brought me into a Christian family. 
to a mom and dad that surrendered their life to the Lord. And I am so thankful. And I believe we're living in a society today that many people fail to show gratitude as we should show each and every day. Gratitude to one another, respect to one another. But also as Christians, we should show gratitude to our heavenly Father. He has given me another day. The very breath that is in my lungs comes from him and I will take that back and give him praise. He's been so good. He has blessed me when I didn't deserve to be blessed. I'm not anyone special, but I am a child of God and he is a good, good father and he has blessed me. And if you don't know it, he has blessed you. And let me tell you how good God has been to each and every one of us and we ought to just Thank God, give him another hand clap of praise this morning. It seems to me that many people in our society today, uh, uh, they, they do not uh, uh, have respect, they do not show gratitude toward one another and to God. It seems that everyone, uh, many people feel like everybody owes them something. Let me tell you something, uh, uh, nobody owes me nothing. Uh, God has been good to me. God expects us to get up and work uh, and, and be thankful that God has given us the health to do the things that we do uh, and, and, and God has blessed me another day to be able to get out of bed this morning and to clothe myself and to put my shoes on and to be able to stand behind this sacred uh, uh, desk one more time. Uh, God has been so good uh, and if I lost it all, if the world took everything from me, I still got God. Uh, I'm still in the palm of his hand. God said he never leave me and he'd never forsake me and he's uh, given you the same promise if God if you realize how good God has been to you uh, and how blessed you are uh, and how God the mercies and the, the goodness uh, of God is chasing us down you ought to just celebrate and put your hands together and let the redeemed of the Lord say so hallelujah it seems that so many people think about me, my, and mine. I don't want to think just about me and my and mine. I want to think about what God would have me to do to bless other people. I was on Meadowbrook Road yesterday, I went two or three trips and there was a young man working on his truck. Some of you probably went up through there yesterday and seen him. Late last night, well, about eight o'clock, that's late. I drove over to Bridgeport and when I came back, he was still there and had a flashlight trying to work on his car. And I drove on by him. That was about my third trip of the day. And I got almost down to Route 19 and the Lord chastised me. And I had to turn around and go back and try to offer help to the young man because God has been good to me. God laid in my spirit, I've been good to you, I've helped you in a time of need. So let's not just think about our own selves. Let's think about each other. Let's show gratitude toward one another. There are several things as children of God that you and I should be thankful for. And I sat in my office and I meditated and I just began to write a few things down. The first thing is the love of God. 
And I'm so thankful that he loved me when I wasn't lovable. And I'm not the only one in this church. God has loved you when you wasn't lovable. God has loved you and I when we didn't deserve love. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. I, my name is whosoever. I am a son of God. I am a child of God. This earth is not my home. I'm a pilgrim passing through. I'm on a journey. I'm headed to a city not prepared by hands, man hands, but God. I am a blessed individual because of the love of God. And if you know that you're blessed because God loves you, put your hands together and love on God. I don't know about you, I'm thankful. I'm very thankful. I'm thankful that he loves me. John 15 and 13, greater love has no one than this, than one lay down his life for his friends. He died on a cross of Calvary that you and I could have life and have it more abundantly and we could have the love of God. Every day, God has been faithful. Every time somebody says to me, have a good day, I say to them, every day. The young lady takes care of me at MVB Bank. Every time she says, sir, have a good day. And I say, every day. Yesterday morning, she handed my deposit slip back out in a little box and she said, sir, have a great day. And before I could say another word, she said, every day. That's sowing seed in somebody's life. Instead of being a junkyard dog all the time, mad at everybody, we ought to realize what we have. We shouldn't wait till everything is gone to realize how we've been blessed. You can reach over and turn the spigot on in the morning. You can reach over and open the refrigerator door. You can put shoes on your feet. You can crawl in a bed at nighttime. God has been faithful. God has been good. And everyone don't have what I just shared with you, the love of God. God has loved you and I so much that he sent his son Jesus to die on a cross that we can have life and have it everlasting, but have it with abundance on this side. God has been faithful to me. God has blessed me time and time again, and I don't need nobody to jack me up and to crank me up. I can stand and say, I'm not ashamed of God. God has blessed me time and time again. I'm blessed going in and blessed coming out, and he is worthy of my praise. Woo! No greater love. Second thing to be thankful for is my faith. Where would I be today if it was not for the faith of God? When a storm comes my way, when problems come our way, we got the faith that's rooted deep within us and it was deposited there by the Lord, but it was cultivated by a mom and a dad and grandparents. I'm thankful for the generation behind me. I talk about it all the time. They didn't care about my ball games. They didn't care what was going on in the world. All they cared about was seeking God and chasing after God. And at that young age, I didn't understand it. And it bothered me. And I didn't want to go to church, but they made me go. And I can stand and say I'm thankful for the faith of God that was cultivated in my life. From a mom and dad said, we don't give a hoot about anything else. We're going to chase God. God's been good. Our faith is a life-changing faith. When I humbled myself and asked Christ into my life, it changed everything about my life. 
changed everything. Listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Whoo! When I knelt down and asked Christ into my life, it changed my talk, changed my walk. I don't go where I used to go. I used to hide my car behind the Odyssey Club so my dad wouldn't know where I was at. Since I got saved, I never had to hide my car in the church parking lot. Huh? Because I'm not ashamed to stand and say, my life has been changed and I'm thankful. He changed my heart. Give me a heart of love and compassion. God's been good to you today, church. Wake up and realize how good God has been. Wake up and understand that living in America today, we still live in the greatest nation on the planet of the earth and God has been good to all of us. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Faith will trust when when you feel fully don't understand, when you're going through a difficult time and you can't make it. And I've looked, I'm looking at a bunch of people that's been through some difficult times. Barb, when you didn't know you could make it, but you had faith that God would see you through. And I can go around the room. God has been faithful time and time again. Second Corinthians five and seven, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Keep walking. When the storms come your way, keep walking. When you can't see uh, at the end of the chemo. My sister just had her last chemo this past Friday. I'm sure she's watching my live stream and I'm thankful for her because she walked by faith and just keep walking by faith. When your kids are going crazy, when there's no food in the refrigerator, when you don't have money to pay the bills. I can remember at 19, 20 years old and, and had a child and, and, and excuse me, around 22 uh, and, and didn't, I got laid off from the mines uh, and I'd walk down to the mailbox and know that the gas bill should be there an electric bill, but they wasn't there time and time I would call and, and the, they would say, somebody has paid your bill because of the faith in God. God had touched somebody's heart. God is a faithful, God is a just God. God will never leave me. He will never forsake me and you. He is always an on time God. He's not a God of enough. He's God of more than enough and he's blessed me time and time and time again. And I just wish somebody, anybody would realize how good God has been to you and I in America and God will continue to take care of each one of us. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Faith. Woo. Think about Abraham who trusted God. God said, pack up and leave. Leave everything you know. Leave your family. Leave your home. Genesis 12 and one, now the Lord had said unto Abraham, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. God promised to bless Abraham and God said, I'll make you great. But there is a condition. Abraham had to do what God wanted him to do. I'm telling you, 27 years ago, when I fell to my knees, at the Union Mission Church in Fairmont, singing a child of the king. I had no idea when God called me to open a church. I didn't know what to do, honestly. I had no direction. I had no mentor. When I did my first funeral, I didn't know what to do. Tim Prine had to help me through it. 
when I did my first wedding was Gibson and Christie. And I said to Gibson, Gibson, will you take this man to be your husband? Christy, will you take this woman to be your wife? And everybody was laughing and I still didn't know what they was laughing about. But I just kept walking and walking by faith because when God calls you, God has ordained you. When God calls you, God will equip you. If God be for you, who can be against you? God said to Abraham, I'll make you a great nation and out of the came Jesus Christ and you and I today we got the same God and when God says get up and go you got to get up and go I tell you when I get that peace within me ain't no demon in hell gonna stop me I'm proud to say that I'm not ashamed of God and everything that God is about when God calls you God will use you when a storm comes your way you don't walk by sight you walk by faith. You just know that God is walking with you. That he said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. And he'll never allow on you more than you're able to bear. I'm about to preach myself happy. I can look back and see the hand of God time and time again when they would call me preacher boy and holy roller. And you're just a fly by night. And I'd say, yeah, you're exactly right. Some night the trumpet's gonna sound and I'm gonna fly right on out of here. I'm gonna give him thanks. I'm not ashamed of him. I'm gonna stand in the midst of adversity. Devil, you have no right. You have no dominion. You have no power. Why? Because we got faith in God. If you got faith in God, stand to your feet and give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. I bless you, Lord. God's been good to me. God's been good to you. Woo, come on. Let the redeemed of the Lord. Can you just let go for a second? Can you just give him a wave? Can you come undignified? Can you loosen up your tie? Roll up your sleeves. Say, God, I just got to thank you. God, I just got to praise you. Woo, God, you've been good. You've been good. God's hand. God's hand has been upon me. God's hand has been upon me. You can sit down or you can stand. I've been standing since 7.30. Huh? I hit a car, Rick and Darlene White head on when I was 16 years old on Gypsy Bridge. Didn't even know them then. She was nine months pregnant with her daughter, Mandy. I could have been dead and I could have killed them. A Holcomb boy, we hit head on in Enterprise Dip. Could have been dead and I could go on and on and on. God's hand has been upon me all of my life. And now I know why. Cause he had an appointment and he's got an appointment for you. Amen. Don't miss your appointment. Right. When God calls you, you better accept the calling. You hear me and trust him and walk by faith. Something else I thought of this week to be, that I just began to thank God for was my friends. Some people say they don't need friends, but I need friends. Charles Bridges wrote, if you have found one friend in a lifetime, you have found a great treasure. Well, I can stand and say that I'm one of the richest people on the face of the planet. 
Because I found great treasures in multiple, many times, times, over and over again of friends. Proverbs 17 and 17. A friend loveth at all times. When I was at the bottom of the barrel in my life, I had people was calling out my name to the Lord God. I could go around the room and begin calling out names, but I would surely leave somebody and many people out. A friend is one who's there standing by your side when everybody else has forsaken you. A friend is a great treasure. You, you need to value that. The friendships that I have been able to, to make in this ministry, I cannot put a price on it. The people that give me cards, that call me constantly, that pray for me and my wife and my children. My children have been blessed to have multiple sets of grandchildren like Jim and Martha Davis that I spoke about earlier that help raise them and babysit them. Don't act like you don't need a friend. If you don't have a friend, maybe it's cause you don't show yourself friendly. Very important. If you wanna have yourself a friend, a treasure, then you've got to show yourself friendly according to Proverbs 18 and 24. A man that has friends must show himself friendly. You gotta love people. You gotta care about people. I am so honored to have the board members that we have. They're not just board members, they're my friends. Then in almost 27 years, Scotty, not one time has there ever been an argument or a division in our board, not one time. Friends, I shared with, Rusty was here earlier, Rusty calls me all the time, Pastor, you're doing all right. You need anything. Does the staff need anything? I'm thankful for you, my friends. All my life, he's been faithful. Stop for a moment and think about your friends that are there with you when everybody else walks away from you. Another thought came to my mind that I'm thankful for our fortress. Psalms 91 and two, I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. Howie, I trust him. You're gonna be all right. We've all had some tough days. But we got a God that never sleeps nor slumbers. He's always looking to and fro. And he hears my cry. And he's my fortress. In him, I will trust. Not the government, not nobody, ain't nobody dumb like Jesus. He's the one that gave his life on a cross that I could have life. I'm gonna trust him. Fortress is a place of exceptional security or a stronghold, secure. We heard it this morning in the palm of God's hand. No demon in hell can take me out of palm of God's hand. The Bible said, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. 
It's a well-fortified place. I'm thankful. Why don't you and I rejoice and, and be glad for the security the Lord has offered to you and I because of the cross of Calvary. The old cross of Calvary. The Bible said without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. This old song said, what can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. I'm thankful that he gave up heaven for you and I. Lay down his life. We need to understand and we need to remember what the Lord paid for you and I. Did he get what he paid for? You ought to praise him. You ought to worship him. Psalms 9 and 9 said, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. A refuge in times of trouble. Have you ever been in trouble? Not just with the law, just trouble in life. Problems happening. When I think about the goodness of God, when I think about, I didn't have two nickels to rub together. I said last week, I put cardboard down to keep from seeing the blacktop on the floorboard. When I look about that, think about that. The goodness of God. When I had trouble, Pastor Aaron didn't know where to turn, but I turned to the Lord. He's my fortress. He's been good to me. Listen to me. Psalms 27 and five, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up on a rock. Whoo, on a rock. This too will pass. Psalms 31, seven and nine, I will be glad and rejoice in the mercy. Can you just try to act like you're glad? Could you just give me a big smile even with your mask on this morning? Could you just fake it till you make it? and rejoice, seriously, God has been so good. We brought my uncle home. He had a heart attack last weekend, he lives beside of us. We brought him home from the hospital and he's so weak that he couldn't walk, couldn't keep his balance, couldn't get up off the couch. That was Thursday evening, we had to take him back Friday and he's there in rehab and nobody's allowed to see him at all for 11 to 14 days while he's in rehab. And we sat and we watched him. And his mind, his mind has left him the, most of his, the majority of his mind. And I thought this man, 24 years in the Air Force, and he taught mechanics how to work on the aircraft. And then he worked 20 some years at the post office and he's been a worker all of his life and he'll be 91 in a few days. And you and I would give anything if we were in that condition to work another day. Get up off your hind end and go to work if you're able. And thank God that you're able to do what you're able to do. And don't forget, your day's coming and my day's coming. Every day is a good day. Somebody give God another hand clap and a shout of praise. Have courage. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, have courage. God will take care of you. Here's something else that I'm thankful for. John 14 and 27, I'm thankful for peace. Wonderful peace coming down from heaven above. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I've got peace. <laughs> I didn't find it in the world 
The world couldn't give it to me, but I found it when I got on my knees and called out the name of Jesus. Yes, I battle with anxiety and worry at times when problems come, but it don't take me long to realize if I get alone and get in the presence of God and begin to worship him and call out his name, the dam will just open up and the peace will come like a river. I'm telling you, if you don't have the peace of God, you better come and get it because there's nothing like it. Romans 15 and 13, now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you I'm thankful for the word of God? Huh? When I pick it up, it soothes my soul. When I read it, it lifts my burdens. When I meditate upon it, the darkness flees and the light begins to shine. I'm thankful for the word of God. The word of God said in Philippians four and seven, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit laid a family on my heart this week. And I dialed their number from my office. And the lady answered the phone and she was weeping and she said, Pastor, all morning I've wanted to call you, but I don't want to dump my load on you. And I called her by name and I said, the Lord laid on my heart that you needed me to call you. And I'll tell you the peace of God will keep your mind no matter what goes on and they've had a difficult, tough, tough, tougher than most. But I'm telling you, it was the word of God that become out, started coming out of me that will comfort her and she's gonna make it because God knows her name and God cares about her. I'm thankful for this earth is not my final home. That's something else that I'm thankful of. Listen to me in Hebrews 11 and 16, but now they desire a better country that is a heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city, a city, a city called heaven. First Corinthians two and nine, we can't even begin to imagine. I have not seen, nor ear heard, Neither have entered in the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. It's conditional. Stand with me this morning. Do you love him? I said, do you love him? I said, do you love him? Thank you for waking up. I put you all to sleep. I'm thankful. I have not seen nor ear heard. Neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. I love him. And I'll tell you, heaven's gonna be beautiful. I could hear old preachers when I was a kid saying, there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. I'm thankful that I'm going to heaven. What is one of the, three, the reasons I'm going to heaven? Because I was born, birthed into a Bible-believing, foot-stomping, hand-clapping, old testimony-shouting family. And they'd gather at the Enterprise Methodist Church. Man, I'm telling you, it would be rocking and rolling. And I'm glad, and I thank God every day for my upbringing. But I think about all them saints, my mom and my dad and my grandparents. My, my grandmother had a gorder about this size on her neck. Her feet was crippled, turned completely in. And old granny would get the spirit of God all over. She'd come out of that pew. She'd be going up and down that aisle shouting. Some of you would run for your car. They'd think she was nuts. 
She was nuts, all right, but she was screwed on to the right bolt, Jesus. About that time, that spirit jumped over on Aunt Delcy, and Aunt Delcy had a big old belly, just a little bit bigger than mine. And she'd get to laughing, and the spirit in that belly began to jump. And it wasn't long, it jumped over on Sally Rose. It just keep going. What about all those that's going on before us? I'm thankful we have a promise. First Thessalonians chapter four, verse 14. For if we believe Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Buckwheat, I seen you smiling back there when I was talking about the old church. And you talked to me a lot about your mom. Someday she'll be coming. She'll be coming with my grandma, my mom, Pastor Rita, and go around the room. They'll be coming. They're coming back. You hear me? It said, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Now listen to verse 16. We can just thank him for this. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Now listen to me, you can't believe that if the spirit of God is not alive in you. But when the spirit of God comes alive in you, you believe it with all of your heart. It said, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And then in verse 18 it says, wherefore comfort one another with these words. Let that comfort you. Gonna be a great reunion someday. <laughs> Woo! The old saints of God, you and I come busting out of the grave. Huh? I don't know when it's going to happen. I like to go by the air. I don't want to go by the ground. I prefer to stay away from Perrine Funeral Home. <laughs> heaven. Somebody say heaven. heaven. Revelation 21 and 4, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away. Can you imagine when you step out of this body, that last final breath and the Lord meets you at the gate of heaven and he said, welcome home thy good and faithful son or daughter. Enter in. But before you come, there'll be no tears in heaven and reach over and dry your tears. I think about my mom and how she worried about the heathens in my family, like my brother and my sister. And she cried over all of us, Cindy. Just think about when you get to heaven. Oh boy, honey. Uh, now she is about half crazy, but she knows the Lord and the Lord reaches over and he wipes the tears from your eyes. When we think about it when he tells you, I know you've battled with your lungs for a long time and normally you've got that oxygen on and he says, Wilma, welcome home. No more oxygen. Think about those like my sister watching, like Danielle that's getting ready to go into chemo. The struggles your brother's going through. 
I can go around the room and the Lord says, no more pain, no more sorrow. Think about all the times you sit in the front row at a funeral home to bury your loved one. And the Lord says, listen, come on in. There'll be no more death here, no more sorrow, no more pain for the former things are passed away. When Jim Davis said, I made it, that's what he said, I made it. I could just imagine me stepping through the gate of heaven, (laughs) turning around and saying, I made it. How about you? Can you say you've made it? I'm thankful I'm not going to hell. Psalms 9 and 17, the wicked shall be turned into hell and the nations that forget God. Matthew 7 and 13, enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be, many there be go in thereat. Thessalonians 1 and 8, he will punish those who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut off from the presence of the Lord and from the majesty of his power. I'm thankful that I know, that I know, that I know I ain't going to hell. I didn't say I've been perfect, but I said I'm saved. And I'm under the blood of Jesus. I'm thankful that the Bible tells you and I how to avoid being separated from God and going to hell. It's very, very simple. And I'll close with this. Romans chapter 10, verse nine. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Nobody looking around. I'm not gonna embarrass you. I'm not gonna call you out. I'm not gonna single you out. Some 38 years ago, the pastor said, if death was to knock on your door today, would heaven be your home? And I couldn't answer that, yes. I ask you, if death knocked on your door today, would heaven be your home? If not right where you're at and you'd like to ask Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins, you'd like to receive the love of the Lord, would you slip your hand up high? Again, I'll not come to you, just slip your hand up. Slip your hand up, is there one? Is there one I wanna tarry for just a moment? Is there one, is the Lord speaking to you? Is he calling your name? If he is, slip your hand up high. Slip your hand up high. Then if you're here today and you're a Christian and you understand how good God has been to you, Maybe you just needed reminded, you know, everything we've got, we sometimes feel like we've done it on our own. The Bible said every good and perfect gift comes from above. Everything you have, God give you the wisdom and the knowledge, the strength. If you needed reminded today, slip your hand toward heaven and say, Lord, thank you for reminding me. Father, we bless you. We give you great honor. And God, I just wanna say, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. Thank you.